Hot 105, we're going to talk about May 20-something or our Emancipation Day in the state of Florida, the day that the slaves were informed that they were freed. President of the Trailblazers of Broward County and African American Historical Society, as well as a member of the Broward County Historic Preservation Board and a freelance historian and former director of the Black Archives in Miami-Dade County. Derek Davis, good to hear from you. How are you doing today? It's great to hear from you. It's been a while. Yes, it has. And we cannot forget our own history in Florida. And this is celebrated more so in Central and North Florida, 20-something May or Emancipation Day. Yeah, and in Central and North Florida, they used to call the holiday 20-something May. And to me, one thing that people don't look at when they're looking at the holiday in Florida is that Florida was the first state after the Civil War that had the Emancipation Proclamation applied to their freeing blacks in their area. And the reason I say after the Civil War is two states argued that since the war was over and since the Union Army had not taken over their states, they did not have to free their slaves. Florida and Texas said that the Union Army had not taken over the capitals of either of those states. They argued that after the Civil War, because all this happened after the Civil War, the Civil War was 11 days before 20-something May, the Civil War was over. So they argued that the war is over. The president who made that proclamation is dead. We don't feel that we need to free our slaves because of the Emancipation Proclamation. And because of that argument, it was decided by the United States that they were going to send generals to those two areas to free the slaves in those areas as a way of the state coming back into Florida. The reason that was significant is that we know that emancipation was a was a process. And part of that process, you had the 13th Amendment coming up. You had the emancipation. It was like a drip, drip, drip of emancipation with the Emancipation Proclamation. And if Texas and Florida would have gotten it proven or got it established that they did not have to free their slaves because of the Emancipation Proclamation, they were in a position that even if the 13th Amendment later came and freed the slaves, that they could ask for compensation for that freedom. Part of the Emancipation Proclamation said, if we have to come back to your area and bring you forcibly back into the Union, then we're going to flee your slaves without compensation. That means we're not going to pay you for freeing those slaves. Lincoln's original idea for abolishment of slavery was that they were going to pay those people who were holding people in slavery. The slaveholder. They were going to pay them to release them from slavery. But when the war came and he came with the Emancipation Proclamation, the two things he said about it is, one, if you states come back to the Union before January 1st, 1862, that we're not going to do anything. But if we do have to do something, we're going to free your black people and we're not going to give you any compensation for it. Because remember, when British abolished slavery in their area, they compensated many of the slaveholders for freeing, emancipating those people. That was reparations, paying these former slave owners for the slaves that they lost. And we see this again in history. You saw it in Haiti when they had the revolution. The new Haitian government had to pay back the French. White reparations. That was a white reparation. The South, because they had conceded from the Union, they cut themselves out of that. And Florida and Texas were then saying that since the war is over, we don't have to free our slaves based on the Emancipation Proclamation. So with this 20-something May, our Emancipation Day, this is our day to pay homage to those freed individuals. And nothing's wrong with Texas, but this is our day in Florida. And we can't forget. 
is for the state of Florida. The crazy thing about the state of Florida is when you look at its whole history, if you go back to the state of Florida before it became a part of the United States, this was the area where many blacks came to get freedom along with the Indians who became the Seminole Indians. But there were blacks who also used to come to Florida for freedom. So when Florida became a part of the United States, became a territory in 1840, I think 1844, 1842, I can't remember the date. But that means that blacks could no longer come to this area for freedom. Even when we look at the Civil War, in the census of 1860, about 44% of the people in the state of Florida were black. We're talking about over 60,000 black people who were part of Florida in 1860. So this actually gave the South more political power in the United States than it would have had without counting those black people. Because remember, black people, they were, it's kind of funny, they were counted as citizens, but disenfranchised citizens because you were counted as a citizen as far as getting that state your political power, but you were not given the right to vote or any freedoms over your life. So it's like a very strange type of disenfranchised citizenship that they had. They were always fighting for ways for how they can get the political power from the number of black people that were in there, but how to disenfranchise them from the actual process of being able to get benefits from that power. This is our history. And again, I made reference to one of our legislatures, our white legislatures, and some of our black elected officials. They want to change the date to Juneteenth, which is Texas. It is not our day. We should keep this and remember. People always will have uh, celebrations this weekend, but they never know why. They just call it uh, 20-something May, but they never know why they uh, celebrate. Our history is being lost. Yes, and to me it should be both because Florida was the first state after the Civil War to have the Emancipation Proclamation free the blacks, and Texas was the last. To me, you should celebrate both the first and the last in the state of Florida. But when you look at the Emancipation Proclamation, it was when the Union Army took over that area that blacks were freed in that area, there are other emancipation dates in all the other Confederate states. Whenever the Union Army took over that area is when the blacks were freed in that state. And it could have been the town, city, or the county. So all during the Civil War, you had black people being freed by the Emancipation Proclamation. Our 20-something May Emancipation Day should be celebrated by all. Florida has such a rich history when it comes to emancipation that we cannot just say we're going to push it all to Juneteenth when they're talking about Texas. There's just so much more that Florida has when you look at Florida. Florida was like the only state that the Union had forts in Florida during the whole time of the Civil War, and yet they could not get any control of Tallahassee. They had a fort in Key West, and they had a fort in Pensacola, and it was such on the outskirts of Florida was had such a treacherous land that you couldn't get a car. So there's so much of Florida history that is a part of that celebration. You can't just switch it all and say, oh, we're going to go to Texas and talk about it when it happened in Texas, when it's just so much to teach about Florida. Florida just has so much history that deals with emancipation that you can't, to me, switch it over to what happened in Texas. We have a general that we can talk about here. We need to be talking about U.S. Army Brigadier General Edward McCook. We don't need to be talking about who um, made the reading. Not in May, we don't need to be talking about what happened in Texas. We should be trying to get more history in Florida to be able to celebrate both those events rather than saying, oh, no, we'll take it away from Florida and we'll switch it all over to Texas. People need to know about 
Florida, Florida's history, trying to find ways to avoid emancipating black people, rather than saying that we can take it all and just bunch it up together into uh, an effort that helped in Texas. The president of the Trailblazers of Broward County, an African-American historical society, also a member of the Broward County Historical Preservation Board, former director of the Black Archives in Miami, Derek Davis. Thank you so much for the insight. Happy 20-something May Emancipation Day. Thank you for having me, Rodney, and I hope people will look deeper into it and learn this is something you need to celebrate.